Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. What's up, Building Years? It's Jeremiah Watkins. It's Justin Alexio. Welcome to the show, man. What up, dog? What it do? Uh, how, how do you like recording in uh, my new apartment, man? Oh, yeah. We haven't gotten to talk about this yet. It's, it's way more loungy and welcoming. Yeah. Uh, it's. I think it's less creepy than uh, inviting people into my bedroom. Yeah. Everyone always has to say something. They're just like, it's so, like, they always, to me, when they always say something, it's they're addressing it because they feel weird. Yeah, they're, they, they're to... feeling awkward about stepping into a stranger's bedroom <laughs> to do a podcast. Especially the girls. Oh, yeah, dude. That's Two. why I made sure that my room was always clean whenever <laughs> they came in because I was like, oh, I don't want them being like, I, I did this podcast and it was like in this stinky, dirty room. <laughs> I mean, the guys were kind of funny, but I don't know, like, if I'll retweet or, you know, post this on Facebook or anything. No, this is a good place, man. How are you? How excited are you? That's the real question. I'm pretty excited, man. Uh, we're close to getting everything like moved in and all that stuff. So uh, I'm looking forward to everything being put away and in its place. And that'll be you know, a little bit more of a relief uh, when that happens. But uh, I like the place a lot so far. It's a lot bigger than <laughs> my my old place. Dude, there's an there's a echo in here. It's so big. Yeah. Hopefully when we fill... It with a little bit more furniture, there will the acoustics will sound like yeah. be a little better. No, it's. But I don't good. think it's showing up on the podcast though. I think it's just no, think like we're hearing our voices. Yeah, bounce around up in here. Yeah, but it's been. I mean, knock on wood, uh, it's been uh, quiet. So. Have you met any uh, neighbors yet? Uh, we've met one that actually used to live in our place. That she moved to another unit in the apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah. She nice. Yeah, she's nice. She's nice. You got to meet your upstairs neighbor and make sure they're cool with the noise. Yeah, I know. Uh, Pat Reagan and I were playing guitar and saxophone the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was during the day. And I was like, oh, this is my first day living in here. <laughs> I hope I don't get a noise complaint. <laughs> but I checked and all, all the cars were gone except one. So I think everybody has day jobs at this apartment complex. Oh, that's awesome. Like literally everybody. Like I was Well, li- yeah, because this is a nice place. Fucking comics can't afford to live here. <laughs> Well, I was like moving stuff uh, the other day because um, I knew it was going to be hot. I moved from 1 a.m. to 9 a.m. from my place to here, and I was moving stuff at 6 a.m. People were going to their cars for work, and I was like, this is insane. Yeah. I can't imagine being on that sleep schedule again. Yeah, wake it up, dude. I mean, maybe if I was going to set every day, <laughs> I'd be like, all right, let's get this thing started. But there's a girl who was in the complex who uh, had like her Starbucks hat and apron. I was just like, oh. Poor soul. <laughs> I remember how terrible that was. Some people really enjoy that job, though, so you never know. No, yeah, it's good customer service. You know what you're doing. Yeah. You know how to make the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how was uh, your show with Pat Reagan? Reagan, sorry. Uh, dude, it was a lot of fun. I did, um, uh, so this past Saturday night, I did a show with uh, Pat Reagan and his, uh, his band, The Baby Boys. They had a comedy show the first half, and then they turn it into um, the stage. It actually, they transform Echoes Under Sunset, where it's like a rock and roll type venue, and everything like where they put like uh, like this giant um, like backdrop that says the Baby Boys on it. They've got mm-hmm. drums, a bunch of guitars, and mics on stage. Really cool fog machine, disco ball, literally like a little. They transform it into a little concert venue, 
And uh, Pat Reagan and I debuted our song. We're going by our music group. It's called Reagan and Watkins, kind of like Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> but I mean, we're singing comedy songs, so yeah, it makes sense. And uh, we debuted Sad Puppy, and uh, it did really well. And I did my saxophone. I brought my saxophone. You know, and I play that. sax. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. I mean, do you what, Pete jam out? Pete Bam we, we were talking about it because he ended up showing up and he's like, What? You're playing your saxophone? That's crazy. Yeah, I, mean, like, I know we gotta, that. We got a jam. You just hold that in? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things like I haven't like practiced uh, in a little bit, but like the solo that I did was kind of a joke. Like I was like improvising like notes <laughs> where it was like, I mean, it was just like crazy. Like I was doing like so many notes. It was like, <laughs> Dude, that's fucking awesome. But, I, lo- I love that. But Dude, it was you, fun. Get, you you know how to do so much shit. Jeremiah knows how to play music, do comedy, work the Photoshop, video edit, direct. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Play basketball way better than me. So good that I didn't want to go back because I was embarrassed <laughs> how bad I was. I was like, I, when we I, Jeremiah invited me one time to go play basketball with all the comedy store guys. I played so bad. I felt so embarrassed because I was like, Everyone's going to think Jeremiah brought this sucky guy. I don't want to do that to him. I'm not coming back. <laughs> oh, you should come back. I was getting my ass kicked. Oh, man. There, a, everyone was so... I was like, oh, I'm going to kick all these comics' dude, asses. Dude, there's some good guys who play. Yeah. There's guys there who like used to play college ball and stuff. I didn't even get to that level. I played like rec in college, but there's guys who played like like for teams yeah. and stuff. No, I was like surprised. I was like, I'm going to run all over these nerds. Yeah. <laughs> did not happen. Yeah, not the case. <laughs> not the case. Dude, uh, I did a show on Friday that I thought was going to be at a theater because I'd oh never boy. been to this venue. Show up. It's a Italian pizza restaurant thing. And uh, I was like, where's the show? And they're like, right here. They just moved across these tables. It was one of those shows where... Everyone got surprised by the comedy. Oh no, the surprise, <laughs> the ambush comedy. I hate that so freaking much, dude. There were these teenage girls that were giving me nothing. Like I've never gotten absolutely nothing. Like they would look at each other and judging me, but then wouldn't. I'd be like, "What? Well, what do you guys want me to talk about?" They just would not talk to me. And then I was talking to their dad, and he's like, "That's just how they are. Don't worry about that." <laughs> he just wrote them off. He's like, "Don't know. They're they're hor- they're horrible all the time. I know they're." Oh, they're just terrible teenage <laughs> girls, dude. And then so what happened is, you know, they just we start the start. There was like twenty people in there. None of them were. They're eating their dinners. They didn't stop talking, yeah. of course. Uh, and then so by the time the last comic goes up, the last comic is so mad that she didn't go up first. She just starts fucking shitting on the host, like angrily, being like. What it's because I'm a woman. It's because I'm a woman. I got oh my kids. Goodness. And I was. It made everyone so uncomfortable. And I was like, "All right, this is what I did with my Friday night." <laughs> Dude, that's. Uh, oh, uh, before I forget, let's uh, read this user comment that we got from last week. Uh, whoop, whoop, whoop. And this is from Sick Lad One One Three. It's a Sick Lad. Yo, we appreciate up? you still listening, man. You've been with us for a long time. We uh, yeah, you we are appreciate boy. it. Uh, you said uh, on the the one that I was talking about what was going on with the comedy store and the talent coordinator. Uh, he said, uh, oh, shit, bro. Glad you're nearly there. Really enjoying the podcast. Very entertaining. Keep your head up. 
Who are you talking to, sick lad? He's, I think he's talking to me because I sounded pretty down in that podcast, I'm sure. Uh, which one was this? This is the, the one where I talked about Tommy and stuff. Oh, yeah. So thank you. Uh, yeah. Which I need to, like, I feel like I need to clarify in this podcast uh, on this specific one. Like, I was I was talking about, like, like all of, like, the, the stealing stuff uh, and stuff that I talked about Tommy, that's all, like, I don't know if it's 100% proven, like that's, but that's the reason why they're saying that they fired him, because mm-hmm. he's saying that that's not true. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just want to, I guess, I don't know if I should say clear the air, but... Uh, I you're, was, not, you're, I, not, you're not throwing around accusations. Yeah, like, and, and uh, I, I just want to say, like, I was very upset about... Um, basically, I was very, like, in the last podcast, I was pretty selfish about the reason of why <laughs> I was upset that he was fired. Right. So uh, I'm more wanting to say another reason was, like, uh, he was, like, a good guy to me. He was a very, like, he helped me out a lot, like, comedically, gave me a lot of good advice. And uh, I'll miss him for that reason, not just for, like, uh, oh, man, I should have been passed, all that stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. he's just, like, a good, he was good to me. Like, he had, he had mixed response from other people, but... uh but um, I ended up calling him um, uh, a couple days after we did this podcast, and um, we're gonna stay in touch, uh, like through email and stuff. And he was super nice, and uh, he, I think he appreciated the the phone call. And uh, yeah, that's kind of awesome. where I'm at with it. Well, good. I'm glad it'll it'll work out for everybody. He'll find something new to do. Yeah, yeah. We will see. We will see. Uh, I heard that you're uh, you're running shows at Elephant Theater again. Uh, here and there. When just when, because uh, I'm making it. It's 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 more stand up now because I can't. But uh, very infrequently. Like I don't post about him because it's like whenever I right, have time. Right. Because somebody I was talking to, I think Jeffrey Baldinger or yeah, like, Baldinger was it Peter? You had them pretty recently. I had Baldinger recently. Yes. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I did Justin's Elven Theater show. I was like, when was that? And he's like, oh, you know, this past weekend. I was like, what? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I see Justin all the time, and I didn't even know that he he was uh, running no, that it's, show it's, again. No, it's uh, it's very <laughs> infrequent. I don't. I mean, it's fine. Because well, the the thing is, they hit me up and they're like, we want you to run a show, and I was like, I'm only because yeah, they're desperate for money. Because nothing else is going on there. They're like, but well, no, it's like it's not even like they're like we want to help produce it, and I'm like. Good, because I don't want to produce it. Oh, the, if they want to help you, that's great. Well, that's the only reason, because I was like, they I do you enough shows. Get sho- some butts and seats there. Yeah, so I was like, I do enough shows, like I don't need it anymore. But uh, they're like, no, no. I'm like, all right, but I do it. Very, I mean, three times a month, if that. I mean, that's good. Yeah, whatever. Three more shows a month. Heck yeah, dude. Whatever, dude. I mean, we're not bringing back Elephant or anything, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that show had a, it, it had a fan base. Like I actually had. Cause that show I'd started in a you said, 2000. You've had that show a long time. Dude. It has a fan base, so like people, like people were there uh, that were not there to see teams. They're just there for the show. Like I had people email me all the time, like, "Hey, when is the show? I want to come see it." So wow, that's yeah, great. That actually, it wasn't like fusion where that's it was encouraging, just encouraging, dude. No, yeah, it was good. That's great. Yeah, it's great. I, you know, yeah, fusion was just a, <laughs> a sinking time ship. I just think and. I love IO because it's my home theater, but I just think it's so hard to get fan bases there. Yeah, totally. No, with IO, I mean we've talked about it a lot. Like, uh, did you did we talk about it on the podcast that Tiger Lily failed though? 
filled there? No, I don't think so. Dude, they have to move that now. Tiger Lily was on. And it was such a like a If you guys don't know about success. Tiger Lily, it's one of the hugest shows, one hottest of, shows. One of the biggest shows in town, and they could not get it going at I.L. They could for whatever And, dude, reason. they had good names. I went and saw Tiger Lily like a couple weeks ago. Had freaking T.J. Miller on it. Yep. Pete Holmes was on it, like yeah. all these, and it, and literally and they probably showed up and were like, "What is this?" There was I counted in the audience nine people. Oh, for that lineup, yeah, dude, that's sad. It is sad. It's, it's very so weird sad. that I don't understand how UCB can do so much with like stand up and stuff, but I O people are like, I just don't like the venue for that, and they have a bar. Yeah, doesn't so, make sense. It's so stand up oriented, like the physicality of it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, Ty. So where's Tiger Lily moving back to? Are they moving back old spot? Do you know? I don't know. Because I think they'd, uh, they were ready to move on from uh, from that venue. So I don't know. Weird, man. Uh, so how else was your week, Jeremiah? What'd you do? Uh, I had to. Uh, our manager, again, uh, he informed me that there was a deadline for oh, shit. for uh for SNL submission tapes that was August 1st and originally I thought it was mid August and I was like okay cool I'll get back for my sister's wedding like cuz right, that, right. like, that's going on uh later this week and uh I was like you know I'll get back I'll have a few days to go over stuff plan it out all that stuff he's like can you make a tape by midnight tomorrow and I was <laughs> like Wow. I go, uh... And you're in the middle of all this stuff. I was in the middle of moving, too. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, I'll make it happen. And he texts me while we're shooting. How's it looking for midnight tonight? And I, was, I just texted back, filming right now. Like, I just <laughs> didn't have time. You know what I mean? Like, like we were trying to get it done, all this stuff. Ended up getting it done. I uh, bought costumes and wigs for this one uh, and did all the, the impressions dressed up. And uh, I'm really happy with it. I and then we he sent it off, and uh, he got confirmation from FedEx that it was received at Thirty Rock, uh, a nine twenty three on on August first, which was the deadline. So um, I don't know. We'll see, see. what happens. This is the first you time excited? I've had, you excited? Yeah, I, I am excited because it's the first time I've at least had a tape submitted. Like they don't know, they don't know I exist mm-hmm. before that. So now they're like, "Who's Jeremiah Watkins?" Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Awesome. That, I mean, that. I mean, out. that is an accomplishment in itself. Congratulations. Thanks, man. I've been well. I've been yeah. The last couple of years, I've been trying to get just somebody to send a tape on my behalf, and mm-hmm. and uh, hasn't happened. So I'm at least glad that it worked out. We'll see. Good. And it's also like a good uh, time running the marathon, trying to get all your stuff in. Yeah, I mean, and we were like, we were moving. Like I like after I got. After I shot the reel, and then the next day I was in San Diego with uh, Billy Bonnell. Drove back, got in around 1 a.m., and then from 1 a.m. to 9 a.m. I was moving stuff from uh, my old place to this place. So it was pretty, pretty exhausting week, but a lot of good stuff. Yeah, you're in this cute little place. Yeah, man. You're going to make so many memories here. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. We had the same. Justin and I had the same uh, audition on Friday for Jack in the Box. Oh, uh, dude, that was. Ugh, I'm not gonna talk crap, but I am because here's what happened. I show up there, and not gonna name the casting place, but I show up there. Literally, only one person in front of me. So mathematically, I'm like, I have ten minutes, and so I get there at two fifteen. The guy comes out. He's like, I'm not gonna. In his head is like, I'm not gonna do an explanation for two people. 
goes is like, all right, I'll wait till more people come. Just we're going to wait for one more guy. Walks away, takes a 45-minute break, <laughs> then comes back oh. and is like, oh, man, I really let it stack up. And I was just, I was there for over an hour. And he could oh, have gotten no. me and that other guy out in 10 minutes, less than 10 minutes. And then he's being all complicated with me in the uh, audition. He's, uh, I, he's like, play it more Play more stoner, but not too stoner. Make it more real. That's what it was for he me could, too. I was like, the notes you're giving me are so they're so vague and so. And he and he had me do it so many times, and then I'll, literally on my on fifth take, he was not happy with any of them because he keeps giving me notes. And then the fifth take, he's like, he cuts. He's like, ah, all right, <laughs> that's what he did. See, I, yeah, I didn't feel like good like that. I was gonna get a call back either because he had me do it like six times. And I, I was think like, I think that I've never worked with that guy before. I think that just might be how he is. I don't know though. I think so too. Um, I don't know. I uh, I had to watch. Uh, a friend's kid while he auditioned <laughs> and i was like i was like stressed i was How like, old is this I, was like child? I was exhausted How after old is this child 17 months oh that's a that's a baby i know and he was like walking around so he's like yeah can you just like follow him around and i was just like <laughs> i was like i got you man yeah what if you weren't there what was he going to do leave him with uh somebody else in the room probably what? Dude, they they do that all the time. I've seen so many like uh moms that audition that leave their kids with uh another actress or something while they go and they're like, "Can you just watch my baby real quick?" like and they'll leave them in like the carriage or whatever. They're like, "Can you just what? watch them while I I've seen it like happen I wouldn't times. would you do that? I would never do that. It's a, it's a great way to kidnap a baby. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> "Uh, let me get a babysitter." What the fuck? Yeah, well, well, I guess if you're a working actress slash mother or father, you just can't I mean, I'm not in that shoe, yeah. so I can't say. Yeah, you but can't it, be like, but, yeah, I'll just get a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. That's also crazy. I yeah. also, I also would think it like lowers your chances of getting the role because it's kind of unprofessional to bring your child to a work event. They can, get it, I guess. I mean, a lot of them are like the oh. CDs. Yeah, yeah, the the casting directors get it. I don't know. Um, who knows, man. Dude, I, I gotta I gotta tell you about this weird show that I did on on Tuesday. Oh yeah, give it to me, lay it down. Because uh, it was uh, right after we did the the we recorded the last podcast, so I hadn't talked about it yet. Uh, I did a show in Huntington Beach with uh, Justin Harrison and uh, Big Al Gonzalez and Dean Delbury headlined, and uh, he's like, Justin's like, listen, I'll give you fifty bucks, ride down with oh, me, oh yeah, and. Uh, and uh, you want to pay for gas or anything? Just come do the show, and we'll we'll uh, we'll hang out, do the show, come back to LA, and we'll go to the roast battle afterwards. I was like, that sounds perfect. We get there, the venue had not promoted like <laughs> at all. We I we I walk in and I'm like, where's the stage? There is no stage. <laughs> it's ground level up against a window. And uh, at one point in my set, I grabbed the mic stand. It was not a functioning mic stand. <laughs> it you couldn't put the mic in there. It was just like a pole. I was like, this is like a broom with a tripod attached to it. How did people were in there? <sighs> Four. <laughs> there's like okay, it ended it ended up being like I want to say there's two right up front. They were barely paying attention. They didn't want to be there. And then there's like four at the bar, <laughs> and maybe like four more in the back of the bar. Like the way it was lined up, it was like this long. Uh, set up um, of like, like this Dude, bar Huntington countertop. Beach is far. Yeah, 
So we go out there. It takes us a while to get out there. We left at <laughs> 6.30, shows at 8. Doesn't start till 8.40 because we're waiting on people to come. Nobody, <laughs> nobody came. Yeah. So then we start doing the show. And uh, so Big Al host, he has the best set. He just does jokes. And there were still some people that were there during his set. And then people left right after set. Then Justin goes up. He does 10 minutes. Then I go up. I do 10 minutes. Dean is supposed to do... 45 minutes there. <laughs> and I am I just as soon as I got off stage I was like there's no way he's going to be able to do 45 minutes because people didn't want to see comedy and they weren't even paying attention. Right. So you were like literally talking. You're just talking over a mic like an insane person. And it was so bad. So this is what I do. Um uh Dean <laughs> after my set he's like he start he's riffing a little bit. The riffing's kind of working. He does jokes Nobody's paying attention. Yeah. And then he tries to start riffing again. It's going nowhere. And he's just like, you can just see in his eyes where it's like, oh, Dean's not going to make it the whole 45. <laughs> so like, But he, he got paid, so he's kind of got to do it. Well, right, exactly. And uh, they were going to give him 100 bucks to headline for 45 minutes, which, you know, it's fine. And uh, he goes, Jeremiah, he calls me like while he's on stage. Quote unquote on stage, he goes. <laughs> he's like Jeremiah. Uh, let me interview you about your set. He was like trying to eat time, and I could feel it. I was like, okay. So I go up there. He starts interviewing me about my set and what I did. I was, and like we start like riffing and talking to each other. Then to eat up more time, I was like, we should do an Axel off, like an Axel Rose off, because he does an Axel Rose impression. So then we start doing rock impressions back and forth of different songs and stuff. And that's like actually getting some people like interested in stuff. Uh, and they're tuning in and watching the show. And we're starting to get a little bit of laughs here and there. And then we just started doing like this karaoke comedy dance routine where I started singing uh, Seals, A Kiss from a Rose. Oh, my God. And I start. It's a wireless mic. So I'm running all <laughs> over the bar and I'm getting I'm standing up on the bar uh, by the bartender and there's just like this little Asian guy and I was like rubbing his head <laughs> and Dean's taking pictures and while Dean's on stage before that I laughed so hard he takes out his phone he stops the recording and he goes well deleting this one <laughs> while he's on stage and he says worst gig ever <laughs> while we're on stage and he takes a picture of us while we're on stage <laughs> like a selfie, <laughs> post it on Twitter, worst gig ever with Jeremiah's stand-up, and we're just, like, singing and laughing into the mic. <laughs> and uh, so, but we had to get to um, the at least the hour point in the yeah. show. We had to eat the time. So the only between the, the front, front three of us, we only did 30 minutes. So what we did was Dean and I did that for so long. We did it for about half an hour. So we gave them a solid hour show. And then we're like, all right, we're done. We're done. We yeah. can't do anymore. And th they didn't want us to do <laughs> yeah, anymore like... after that. And uh, the guy who ran the bar, I don't know if he was trying to wait us out, but we had to stay there for so long before he paid us. Like, he might have been like, he, you know what I mean? Like, right, I, can, I can keep this cash. <laughs> yeah, I can keep this. Dude, he gave them $350 for the whole show, and they lost $350 on that show. They had to have lost 100% on that show. Like 100% lost. So a guy, Friendly Frank, calls Dean the next day after he sees the tweet of the worst gig ever in Huntington Beach. And Friendly Frank from the Improv goes, uh, yeah, man, I was booked on that show next week. 
They canceled comedy for good there. <laughs> That's how bad that show was. But they canceled it for everybody. Oh. Forever. <laughs> we were the first and the last show there. Holy shit. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was pretty fun. It was one of those awful great shows. Yeah. Cuz it was so bad. Yeah, it's a story, but it's like I did not work out any material. Dude. Yeah. And then uh I was in Sandy like I I've been spoiled with really good shows lately. Yeah. But on Friday, I hosted at the Lovitz and ate it so hard. <laughs> why'd you Why'd you eat it? What happened? Uh, it was just a bad audience. Like the manager was there. She's like, "Don't worry about that. I'm gonna keep booking you." She's like, "That was a terrible audience." She goes, "You literally did everything you could, and they just weren't into it." It was supposed to be me and one other comic, and then a band comes on stage. So maybe they were <laughs> there for the band, and they just didn't want to see us. Yeah, but like, how many people were there? Ten. Ugh, dude, I don't know what it is. Dude, I love it. It's, it's, so, it's so disheartening to perform for ten people in a three level tier. Club. I, I was I was upset that that uh, they that we did the show together. I was like, oh man, hopefully I'll get Justin on this good show. Blah blah. blah. And then it's like turned out there's hardly anybody there. Yeah, I still had fun though. They, they, that that crowd was all right. There wasn't a lot. Dude, I mean, the headliner was so upset that night. <laughs> no, dude, it, that was so like, awkward straight for me venom. and you. <laughs> Did, did you hear him ask me, do you even know who I am? <laughs> no, he said that. He said that. How awkward is that? He's like, do you even know what I've been in? Oh, and then I, it, like, they taught me the lesson to like always research a headliner before you Yeah, because you're like. Because I was like, you're the voice of Roger Rabbit. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And funny people. And then he like started listing all this stuff. I was like, oh. And like, uh, my bad, dude. Okay, dude. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you're going to your, your sister's wedding? That's going to yeah, be dope. Man. I'm looking forward to it. I you, have to write a song. I think it's so funny what your mom said to you about going to the wedding. Oh, I have to be She's ready like, to work? It's not for you. She's like, it, this weekend isn't about you, Bubby. It's going to be all about your sister. <laughs> so get ready to work. <laughs> like, you and Maya are going to be my slaves all weekend. I was like, really looking forward to this nice family weekend. <laughs> <laughs> really uh, really putting a nice incentive. Uh, yeah, thanks, Mama. For this. But uh, what else uh, happened with uh, Eric, dude? Dude, it's just been shows, writing. I, uh, dude, I also... Um, also, my friend got in another fight. I don't know. My friends just keep getting in fights. And uh, I don't know how to. I feel like I should maybe just stop being friends with people like that. Yeah. I don't I don't like people who get in fights a lot. You don't have any aggro friends? Not really. Uh, we had, me and you, we had a, that talk the other day about just like the business and stuff out here. That's the most angry I've seen you in a long time. Oh, dude. I, yeah, I was fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Justin and I go through uh, like so many ups and downs out here. So we like, we talk about some of the stuff on the podcast, but some stuff is just not appropriate. Yeah, to talk some about stuff I podcast. can't talk about, but I was like, I was just at angry. I was like, oh man, I'm that guy that's just yelling right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good. Actually, guys, I got a, I got a meeting on Monday with a, a theatrical agent. I've actually I thought about it. I've never had a theatrical agent. I've only had managers. Oh, that's great. So it's like this is like a pretty uh That's a big deal, dude. It's a stat yeah, it's a established. And also I had to move the meeting because I can't make it on it's supposed to be on Tuesday. I was like, I'm gonna be out of town. And they're like, 
just come in on Monday instead of being like, I was like, I can come in next week. I'm like, no, no, we want to see you on Monday. So I was like, oh, cool. We'll see what happens. Hopefully they don't want you to get snatched up. And they'll be like, sign the papers here. <laughs> uh, of course, my agent that I can't stand. Uh, <laughs> you say that Lyle. On the his name is Lyle, and I can't stand him. He gets me an audition for Castle for while I'm gone in Kansas City. Oh, my. Like, yeah. Okay. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Jesus, that's so funny. Sorry, Lyle. <laughs> I, I don't there. care. Dude, This is he's not going to be a long-term agent. And if he heard this and he wanted to let me go, bye. <laughs> I got other options now. <laughs> yeah, I'm the shit, bitch. <laughs> not really. I haven't booked anything in a very long time. But I have more confidence, and that's what's important, yeah. guys. <laughs> Oh, oh, I do want to talk about this this little thing that happened last night at the comedy store because I was out till like I was out too late. I was like out till like four a.m. Um, last night, so you know how I told you a couple weeks ago that Barry Katz was at the comedy store randomly late night. Yeah, he was there again last night. Oh wow! And I told you about that the the schizo character that I do, and I riff with Don Barris like from the back of the room, and he'll call me up on stage and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I. I'm doing that again last night with Don, and I, it's it's just doing like really well again. And uh, after like it closed and stuff, and I was like on stage with them and all that stuff, and I did the character for at least over half an hour, like from the back of the room, from the side of the room, from the front of the stage, like it was. And I never broke character the entire time. Mm-hmm. So Barry Katz, he comes up to me outside afterwards, and he comes up to me. And I go, and he just starts smiling, and I go, "Hi, Barry." And he looks at me and he goes, he shakes my hand and he says, you're going to be a star. Oh, wow. And he goes, and he goes, I'm never wrong about this. You're going to do great things out here. Dude. Wow. And that, I would, that, I'm getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, thank, thank you. And, dude, uh, that guy's repped some big comedians. Yeah. And then he goes, you were the highlight of my night. He goes, have a good night. And they walked away, and I was like, thanks. I appreciate you saying that. It was so weird, dude. Wow. That's dope. Isn't that cool? And then I was like, why didn't you rep me last year, dog? <laughs> of course. No, but it's I like, mean. Oh, no, yeah. no, what does that mean? No, no it's good to hear comments. No, it's one of those things where it's like he'd never seen me perform, so he'd just seen like video clips, so he'd probably – Maybe, oh, he'd never seen you live? He'd never seen me live before. So he's probably like seeing me now in a little bit different light. Because I mean, Does he some, remember the, your clips, you think? Yeah, right. I would certainly hope so. I mean, he submitted me, like he got me the audition for that uh, NBC comedy pilot that's actually going to be produced now. Oh, I it is? I didn't even get a callback, but I just saw on um, uh, whatever it's called, Deadline, that it's coming out like in the fall. Wow. And uh, do you know Diana? Uh, I think her name is Rizanov, Rizanover. Yeah. She got cast on that show. Oh, wow. Which is, congrats to her. That's freaking great. But I didn't even know. Like, I, I talked to more people, and I found out a lot of people in, within the comedy community auditioned for it, but I didn't know that it was going to be produced. And then I saw the Deadline article. I was like, well, good for them, man. Awesome. You got good things coming your way, Jeremiah. We'll see. You do too, man. You're gonna get this theatrical agent. This is gonna be dope. We'll see what happens, guys. Or Hope, you know, you're you're not gonna get a Lyle at this at this. <laughs> no, I'm past that point. I'm like, you know what? I'm worth something now. <laughs> 
No more. No more bad reps. Dude, this is probably going to come back to bite me that I've said his name so many times <laughs> on this podcast. My apologies to Lyle. Uh, I'm going to cover my tracks here. D- you know, I'm a comedian, man. I say yeah, things. We're just joking. Uh, we're just joking, buddy. You're great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks so much, Builders. We love you, Lyle. <laughs> yeah, we love you, Lyle. Uh, reach out to at Justin Alexio or at Jeremiah Standup on Twitter. We always reply uh, to your tweets, and we like holding conversations with you. Yeah, we don't really got no shows. We're both out of town. But, uh, uh, email us at thebuildingears at gmail.com if you want to hold a longer conversation or uh, if you want to ta- us to talk about something specifically or share something that you like about the podcast. But uh, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I uh, I got in trouble with the girl I'm having relations with because I ate chili and then went down south. Just so you guys know. Oh, I forgot that that's how we end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>